listening to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey there, welcome. Welcome to July 31st. Let me be the first. Uh, let's get the debate out of the way. Um, I, I thought it was really good. And I hate debates. I hate these things. I get annoyed by the 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 constant um, interruptions from the questioners um, uh, trying to shut up the people who they've just asked a question. <coughs> and um, oh God, don't let my voice do this to me again. I was talking perfectly normally before. I swear. Maybe it's some psychological thing that I'm developing. As soon as we start up, my voice shuts down. I think. I don't know. Amy, didn't I sound perfectly normal just a second ago? What? <coughs> I think it's something weird. Anyway, whatever. Um, I So I found the debate actually... Uh, really good and I <clears throat> I pretty much uh, appreciated uh, the intelligence of it uh, and it's true I, I'd vote for any of those people I'd even vote for friggin Marianne Williamson who's getting a lot of good press after <laughs> after the debate <laughs> she really is <laughs> I she made some, uh, I thought, interesting points. Um, but we got to whittle this crowd down because, um, obviously, Marianne Williamson is not going to get the nomination, um, nor is uh, Delaney, who figured sort of prominently, it seems, uh, yesterday. I mean, I, I didn't think anybody was... Pete, Pete Buttigieg continues to be... Um, just so, I just so like his demeanor, his sort of unflappability, and the fact that he speaks in, in these extraordinarily complicated, coherent sentences, which, um, and and imparts what always feels like uh, wisdom. <laughs> he just seems extraordinarily wise and unflappable. I like him. But he ain't going to be the nominee either. Uh, Elizabeth Warren? Whew. Wow. I would uh, say that from my uh, spectating at the debates that have already been held, that the two most impressive potential candidates are both women. Uh, and that is uh, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris. And I'm not saying that from some feminist point of view. I'm saying it from the point of view of somebody who appreciates passion and fire and boldness and... Uh, I think both women clearly show that they are contenders and uh, impressive. That's all I want to say. Bernie, Bernie was pretty impressive. You know, I, Bernie drives me crazy, but I, I sort of liked him last night. Although, geez, I could not do an entire campaign with him. I mean, all he does is scream. He literally just screams. He can't talk. Now, as somebody who screams a lot myself, I mean, I... But I wouldn't want to listen to that. And he does have sort of this Johnny one-note aspect that um, I find limiting. But what he was saying last night... Uh, it, was hard for me to disagree with any of it. Uh, 
Beto O'Rourke is a non-entity and uh, should just disappear now, truly, totally. There's no there there. Um, and I'm trying to think what else I thought. Um, I thought CNN generally did a better job. <clears throat> I missed the first 15 minutes, but I understand all I missed was them what? Singing the national anthem? Did the, is that serious? Really? CNN started with the national anthem? Or was it the Pledge of Allegiance? What the hell? Are you kidding? Um, so I, I missed the first little part. I also, I don't know what they did to terrorize the audience into silence, but I appreciated whatever it was. And I appreciate the audience not becoming part of um, of the debate. Uh, I was astonished at how little they inserted themselves um, into it. Um, I two things I loved. I loved, and I hope this. I hope they do more of this, pushing back at these questions that are nothing more than Republican talking points. And um, I think it was, uh, was it Bernie who just said to Jake Tapper at one point, look, you're just, that's just a Republican talking point. And it's true, because that's what media do. Um, and then he, he actually, <laughs> I loved it, he went on, and this was talking obviously about health care, and then he went on to say, and you know, you're, this, you're running, uh, you're, you're, you're running ads uh, during this debate for, uh, yeah, for these health care thieves. He didn't say that, but, um, and then Tapper just tried to, yeah, really shut him down because you can't attack the advertising. But they were talking about health care and how the advertisers um, have made it into something that has nothing to do with health care and everything to do with lining their own pockets. So I appreciated that pushback uh, from Sanders. I, I didn't take notes, uh, but I... I thought in general it was a, a, a pretty good outing. I don't know if I have it in me to do it again tonight, though. Jeez. I mean, they're asking a lot of us citizens, aren't they? I mean, seriously. Jeez. So, anything you guys uh, want to throw in, assuming that you even watched it? Uh... And, the, and then media trying to make something, again, you, you look at the morning after coverage, and a lot of it is about um, how it's last night showed the division in the Democratic Party and how the moderates represented by Steve Bullock and Delaney and uh, Klobuchar uh, are trying to uh, tell the progressives like Sanders and uh, and Warren that that they're going too far left and they're going to give Trump the election. Now, I I don't know about that, guys. I I, I really don't. I mean, I think I think. This time is a time for boldness, I suspect. I don't know, and as I constantly tell you, I don't know. And as Buttigieg said, you know, if the Democrats scared of how the Republicans are going to uh, respond to any bold initiatives that the Democrats put forward, he, he, he just flat out said, look, no matter what, I mean, if we go way out there to the left, they'll call us, you know, socialists and commies. And if we do something over here, they'll call us social. It you can't run your campaign worrying about how the other guy is going to attack you. 
But that's what Democrats do. We're always running scared. And I just saw something that I thought was uh, interesting, and I can't find it, of course. Um, but it was a statistic that the, um, the Democrats in the last 40 years have never won the white vote, okay? The Republicans always, ever since, I mean, really, those white folks vote for Republicans more than they vote for Democrats. Obviously, I count as a white person, generally speaking, and I vote for Democrats, and I know there's a lot of others of you, but I'm saying the white vote uh, goes more to Republicans. And yet, we've won in those 40 years most of the time, even if the Electoral College has messed us up. We can't worry about getting that white vote. We do just fine without it. So again, this sense of having to cater to these people it's, I think it's bullshit, and I think it makes Democrats timid, and uh, I don't know. So, what else we got? Uh, <laughs> there is this which I know a lot of Democrats hang their hats on, and that's demographics and the demographic shift that um, we know is, is underway but is happening, you know, more slowly than we want. And it's those demographics that are fueling uh, much of the rise of racism um, amongst all those white folks who are terrified at the prospect that they could end up being the minority group. <laughs> uh, and I saw some stats, and I don't like stats, but this is Philip Bump. Um, and this is interesting, and it should make Republicans who are bothering to look ahead, uh, very, very frightened. The most common age, I, you know, I don't know what that means, why he's not saying the median age or whatever. He says the most common age in the United States right now is shocking to me, is 27 years old. And he says that's a function of the population boom that gave us the millennials. And also, um, I don't know. But the most common age among black Americans is 27. The most common age among white Americans, 58. Wow. 58. So the white folks are aging out. Not, ain't dying fast enough, but they're aging out. The most common age of white folks is 58. The most common age of black folks is 27. And get this, the most common age of Hispanics in the United States, 11. And so, what that tells you is older white folks, their day is zending. And it's why, in large part, you have this like, this last gasp of their fetid 
hatred, bigotry, and fear of the other going on. But here's the thing. They ain't dead yet. I mean, I'm one of them. I'm one of the old white folks. But the old white folks vote. They vote more heavily than younger voters, than non-white voters, Hispanic voters, black voters. They turn out. And older white voters vote Republican, tend to. And black and Hispanic voters go more Democratic. So we're right at this, we're getting close to a tipping point. And it, there's a reason why you had Obama's presidency and then Trump's. ain't happening fast enough. We have a caller. Caller, go ahead. Well, hi, Lynn. Hi. Um, I want to say I think your your interpretation is spot on on the debates. I I like those. I think those two women are above every the other candidates that you mentioned. Yeah, they're impressive as heck. I mean, Elizabeth and Warren the first time around didn't get to be. Uh, with the main folks, and she just sort of didn't have anybody to play off of. But you saw last night how how substantial and fierce. And she explains so well. Yes. She can explain the details very well that if people listen, they'll see that she's not some far-off person, that they can relate to what she says. She talks about her background. She talk, She can talk every detail of all of her plans. Yeah, she's one smart cookie, and, I'll tell you that. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Kamala tonight. Well, it'll be. I think it'll be hard for her to to uh, you know wow like she did last time. But you never know. And you, you know, know that right. Biden's going to come out fighting tonight. He has to. Right. And so he has to. But it, I don't know. It would be interesting. But any but any of them better than Trump. Anything. Uh, Kamquat <laughs> is better yes. than Trump. Well, keep up the great shows, Lynn. Well, thank you. You add to my, you add, since I've retired, you're, you, I start my morning off right listening to you. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I hope it picks up after that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Great job. Keep it up, Lynn. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, Lord. Um, you know, yesterday I mentioned about uh, the Republicans going after uh, SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition uh, program that helps uh, feed so many uh, at-risk uh, American families and elderly and children especially. And um, it's now been discovered that this plan they're going to do will inadvertently cost about half a million kids in this country their f the free lunch they get at school which for many of them is the most substantial meal they get because a lot of states tie the free lunch program in with the SNAP program so that if their families are knocked off the SNAP program, then the kid is going to get doubly hit. He's the, the, his home is not going to have the food resources it has had, and at school he's not going to get the um, the free meal. Uh, I mean, everything these people do, and they don't really look, you know, they throw this stuff out, and then people start scrambling, looking for the impact, the effects, and uh, the full horror of 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 what will occur. You know, it used to be taking candy from a baby was like the the face of like, you know, a truly evil person, right? And Republicans are worse. I mean, they don't take candy. They take nutrition. 
They take important food from babies and children and struggling people living in poverty and disabled people and the elderly. They just go after the vulnerable. I think evil fits very comfortably uh, into my assessment of their ideology and their actions. And a, a case in point is this idiot that Trump wants to put in charge of all of the intelligence agencies in our country. This fool who used to run, he was mayor of a city of something like 8,000 people or something in Texas. And then he, he gets to say he was a U.S. attorney. He was a U.S. attorney for about six weeks when he was an interim appointee in between two Senate nominated and confirmed, of, you know, real U.S. attorneys. He has said, and now we're finding out, that he went after terrorists when he was a U.S. attorney. He did not. So they never vet these people. He's a liar, so he fits right in. And even Republicans are squeamish about putting this rat cliff in charge because all he is is a political sycophantic toady of the president which is why of course the president wants him never mind the security of the United States of America oh here's some good news I heard about this. I thought that can't be true. It is true. Take you to Africa, Ethiopia specifically. Ethiopia at one time, like about 100 years ago, uh, was incredibly forested. Over one-third of that nation was thick with forests. Only 4% of it now is forested. And it's not like that has not the trend in every country on earth. And of course, forests are potential globe savers, potential life savers, and we continue to chop them down. Listen to this. If trees were planted on all of the land that is available, in other words, that we, Homo sapiens, have not already taken, if trees were planted on all of that available land, by the time they matured, which would take a bit, they could store about two-thirds of all the carbon that our activity, our being on this globe, pumps into the atmosphere. And not just pumping it now, but all of the crap we've pumped in since the Industrial Revolution. So planting a tree is the most wonderful thing any human being can do. All I see in my neighborhood are trees going down. I don't see people planting trees. We should all make it a point to somehow plant a tree a year, a week. I don't know. Problem is, is the land. So the president of Ethiopia, or his prime minister, I guess it is there, prime minister, has been really into this and saying we need to reforestate uh, Ethiopia. And he's been planting trees. And then he got an idea that he was going to shut down schools, shut down government offices, 
have essentially an entire day, a holiday in Ethiopia, in which everybody would plant trees. So they did that. They planted Monday in Ethiopia 350 million trees. It breaks every possible, I mean, it just blows away. Apparently, it's a Guinness record for the most trees planted in a day. <laughs> and it was held by um, uh, some state in, uh, in India uh, where they planted 50 million trees in one day. 350 million in one day. And that just makes my heart sore because that's the kind of, uh, you know, a seemingly a simple action, but it can be organized at that huge a level. Um, I also uh, noted uh, with with alarm that this new Trumpian uh, president of Brazil, what's his name, Bolonaro or something, what a despicable, I mean, he's just, he's Trump. He is thumbing his nose at the entire world and going after the Amazon rainforest. That is, the Amazon rainforest is like the lungs of this earth. And he's, by personal fiat, he's destroying it, giving it over to the capitalists to make some money on. Who cares if we ruin the globe? Who cares? Doesn't believe in that stuff. God. <sighs> Sorry. So, speaking of that, who's the, you know, ah, the brown people crossing our border. We need to be afraid, very afraid. We never know what to be afraid of. You know, we think people are so fearful of things that, I mean, the odds are you don't, sharks. You don't have to be afraid of that stuff, okay? The things that are going to take us down, probably you can't even see because it's bacteria. Or it's a virus. Or it is something you can see and something you can hear and something you don't like. It's mosquitoes. The Sunday Times had this piece about mosquitoes. And it's... Mosquitoes. Those are the guys that carry so many deadly diseases. In fact, the greatest deadly disease is malaria, has been for, throughout humanity. Unsurpassed scourge of humankind. Um, even now, more than 200 million people contract malaria. 200 million every year. So mosquitoes bring us malaria, Zika, West Nile... Uh, dang fever, yellow fever, God knows what else. Uh, they are the deadliest hunter of humans on the planet. Ryan, come on in. I was just talking about mosquitoes. Um, the deadliest predators are hunters of humans on the planet. Mm. Do you ever think of that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, really? No, no, no. And they're tra and and they and they're, they 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 transmit. They kill more yeah. humans than yeah. anything yeah. does. They kill still about seven hundred thousand people a year. Wow. 
It's a lot more than sharks, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was just saying. And you worry about, oh, sharks! Sharks! Yeah. No, it's mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, no, these desperate brown people crossing our border are going to slit our throats, right? Yeah. No! Yeah. Yeah. Mosquitoes! Yeah, which, is, which, which are really hard to combat because they're basically, well, they're so tiny and they're everywhere. And Oh, yeah, no, um, they say that... Um, Researchers think that mosquitoes have killed nearly half of all of the humans who have ever lived. Wow. They got us. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I killed one the other night. Yeah, I slap them. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, like you, I, I would say the good thing about them is that they're, they're really slow. You, know? you can get them, yeah. Oh, way easier than a fly. Yeah, way, yeah yes. easier than a fly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to tell you that. You know, they, they say that it, it was mosquitoes that took down the Crusaders. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did. And they say, and I don't know this, they took down the British at Yorktown. Oh. I guess that kind of makes sense, right? Because, I, you know, like, you know, um, if you're coming from England, you don't have as many bugs. a lot cooler there, and you come over to... Uh, Virginia, wherever, and uh, uh, it's swampy. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and well, this not is used to the Yorktown. Isn't that what um, Trump said? Cornwallis of Yorktown, right? I don't. No, know. Oh no, you don't remember his his he has stirring. Too many, he has uh, too many thing. things. Oh, he has too many things. Too yeah. many. Too many idiocracies. Uh, yeah, right. I just wanted to let you know to at least if you're going to be anxious and worrying all the time, worry about. Things that really, Met, yeah, 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 things that are actually dangerous. Yeah. things that are actually and like and mm -hmm. and focus your attention on forcing our leaders to take on those issues rather than like exactly. you said to, to to worry about undocumented. Well, I was just mentioning how in Ethiopia Monday they planted three hundred fifty million. I saw that. Trees. Yeah, yeah, and it's deforestation that is gonna get us too yeah no that's a huge problem too right. and 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 there are just uh, so many concrete things we can do to combat climate change and we're doing like nothing almost nothing right now as america um you know for our own country like there 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 are transit solutions we can look at there are i mean some of this stuff is really boring like it's like transit and zoning but also planting trees and also um uh you know rewilding areas um there's the there are just so many things, and none of them have that to do we with could immigration. Do, yeah, and none right, of them have right, to right, do right. with these other things. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know what, though? I have to tell you something. Mm -hmm. I, um, I switched my, uh, for my electric, I switched the supplier. Yeah. You know, Duquesne Light is my, yeah. I get my bills from, but yeah, you, get, yeah. you can yeah, pick your supplier, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, in Pennsylvania, you can. Yes, you can so I suppliers. picked um, wind, uh, some wind power yeah. thing. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The first bill I got. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I said, oh, my God. It was double what yeah. it usually is. Yeah. And then two days ago, I got another bill for this month. And it was, I mean, I can't. It was what? Sky it's too high? high? It was 600 some dollars oh for God. the month. Wow. Now, granted, yeah. I called up. They said that month was the, this horrible hot. Oh, so yeah. So yeah. your air yeah. conditioning was running and everybody's yeah. went up. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. Well, my, what, you know, mine's not that high. But, but then again, I live in a very small one bedroom apartment that I uh, have well, AC see, in I have one a room. House. Yeah. <laughs> With full house yeah. air. Yes. And you got you to gotta do the whole thing. Yeah. I, but, but it's gotta but, come to, I mean, if yeah. you, it's gotta yeah, be affordable. To, yeah. Well, well, but the only way to do that is right. You need to increase the supply of these things. Right. So, right. That, so, so that there's more of them. So there, there are ways to encourage national policy or even state policy to, um, you know, build more windmills yeah. basically. And then those would be the generating things instead of, uh, natural gas or coal even, which we still have a decent amount of coal. And, um, and so there are also things, but then, but then there are other solutions too. And I'm obviously I'm not advocating you move out of your house or anything like that, but, um, <laughs> in terms of, in terms of how we live. Oh, sure. Our footprint know, is just always yeah, too big. Yeah. Like, There's my, I have a relatively modest house, yeah, but, and yeah. you know what? 
I have moved onto just it's two floors. Yeah. And I really only live on one. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and yeah, because you know you're you're. I'm a one person. Exactly. How your much kids, space you, can one person? You know, person? your kids are grown, right? Yeah, and they don't yeah. live there. You know, my parents are the same. Oh, I get so mad at my parents sometimes. <laughs> They're the same thing. They actually upgraded to a bigger house. And they live in Southern California, and their house is wonderful, and it's 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 beautiful. And uh, but they went bigger after their kids were grown. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Californians are nuts. Am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, they're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I say that as a Californian, like like how like they how they the like the the like California dream is so tied up in like having this massive house where you live in a cul-de-sac and 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 all these issues and it's just so ironic to me because so many people consider Californians this like weird progressive like you know crunchy liberal haven and on social issues it is but on um on housing and on and and well, housing it's a disaster oh, it's a it's, a it's unmitigated a disaster. disaster and a lot yeah. of it is tied up into just the culture of it yeah the culture of like my parents well between not the downsizing cars, between the cars and the houses yes oh my it gosh. is they it love is love their cars especially southern californians are obsessed i can't believe how much they're obsessed about cars and that's why it's actually nice living here like people just they don't care as much there are a lot of pittsburghers don't even have cars they're like yeah oh, i don't even need true. one yeah and um yeah, and so uh, yeah, those are some of the issues. I I always like wish too that like we could have like state and federal rebate programs to help um, green a house like yours, you know, to help make them more efficient so that your bill's not as high and and everything like that. But you know, a lot of people would call that socialism or whatever. So uh, oh, it's, listen, it's so hard and where to did combat. I see this quote from Harry Truman, <laughs> who said? Whenever we try to do something to help people, the Republicans call it socialism. Yeah. Yeah, it's still going on. Still going on. For God's sakes. Okay. 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 Hey, I came across this, and I just have to. I just want to throw this at you. This is from the Wall Street Journal today. Trump will visit Poland next month because you know Poland is run by a autocrat. Yeah, 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 and it's going right wing. um, Yeah, a lot of and it's terrorizing. uh, It's. it's gays and it's Jews right now. I mean, really. I somewhere have a piece about what they're doing to yeah, gay it's absurd. people. It's, it's just absurd. beyond belief. Especially with their like the history of like Jewish <laughs> oh, Jewish persecution I, in well, Poland they, is no, like they the worst. Wiped, the, the, the Jews of Poland were wiped out. Yeah, I, that, that, I mean that's what I mean. Right, How could so there's six them? left, yeah. and they're and they're and they're scapegoating yeah, them. I mean, it just yeah, you can't even. Yeah. So Trump says, "Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, Amunko." Um. And then there's this thing that says, last month, Mr. Trump signed an agreement to send 1,000 additional U.S. troops to Poland. What for? For like the migrant crisis or something? What? I don't know. Yeah. 1,000 additional. Yeah. Do you know? Did you know we have troops in Poland? I assume we just have troops everywhere. Well, but... <laughs> Somebody help me here. Why would we need to send a thousand? I don't know. Uh, to add to whatever. There I is would, no I would, unless I, it's a NATO thing. I would. Yeah, but Trump hates NATO, right? He always talks about it. He always talks about how he thinks it's a broken deal and 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 how it's that. So I would assume that it's for um, like we're like helping. You know, sorry, they're like gonna help combat like you know Poland's immigration issues because they're because no, they're having wait. migrants move into Poland and. You mean we got troops on their borders? I I don't no, know. No, I don't I, think. No, well, no. no I don't. Okay, I, don't, I, I have no somebody idea. Somebody find out why yeah. why any American soldier should be sent to friggin' Poland. Yeah. That, Excuse I, me yeah. if you're Polish. Yeah. I didn't mean. No to, Polish. Okay. I mean Polish. You know, culture and food, great, love it. <laughs> yeah, the um, Gigi writes, we switched to a Pennsylvania wind supplier for our electric over a year ago, and oddly, our bill was less ah. last month. What's your supplier, Lynn? Inspire? Yeah, that's what I have, too. So, I don't know. Maybe it was well, I just find them less than inspirational <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Maybe you just had a weird spike. You should you you should definitely just keep contact with okay. them and see yeah. if they can cuz like I haven't noticed my bills have gone up astronomically at all. Like Okay. I I had pretty much the same uh bills, so I don't know. I mean, my first reaction was to blame it on my kid who stayed in the house when I was away. Definitely. And I thought, he had every light on. He had every <laughs> and, and tel- 
televisions in every room blaring. Put, put and, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but no, mm. it wasn't him. Hey, I gotta, I gotta do this. Yeah. Do you go to these best? Yeah. Parties? Hey, you're invited to a party. It's the best of Pittsburgh party. Yeah. That. Uh, city paper throws every year and this is all of these um because there's a yeah, issue yep so yep our our best of issue comes out one week from today where all of the uh, winners will be announced of uh our reader poll for best of uh pittsburgh um which is always really exciting it's always our like most read issue of the year people really like it we're go- and we're going to do some staff picks this year too which i'm super excited about so um yeah but you pick some odd stuff yeah like best what best wait like our staff picks or yeah. like yeah 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 we're doing kind of like weird quirkier stuff to kind of uh um because they're not want to give th- anything away all right but there are wi- <laughs> there are a bunch of weird quirky yeah, people yeah. so yeah, i can't yeah. even begin to imagine yeah. okay but so i'm told you guys can go and what's neat about this party is that all of these restaurants that are what winners yep they come with food yeah and it's good too you and know? it's good yeah. and so if you go, you can eat that food. Now you got to get a ticket. The general yep. admission is forty-five bucks, yep. but for forty-five bucks, you get two uh, drink tickets yep. and all the food. I mean, there's yeah. like uh, what twenty plus restaurants are gonna. Yeah, eat yeah. It. I mean, I'm just saying. And, and, and like all across the board, like um, Indian food, Chinese food, um, American, you know, bistro style food, uh, Italian pizza. Like you know, we have all these great categories, and and I'm. I sound like a shill here, but I mean, like, I really—it's really fun, actually. I had a blast last year. Like, I mean, it was—it was—it was so much fun. There's like good music. Like, it's um, uh, what? I'm sorry. What's our venue this year? I it's think, at Nova yeah, Place, which is where it was last year. Which is on um, what used to be Allegheny Center, Center mm-hmm. on the on the north side near yep. the Children's Museum. Yep. Right. Right. Right, right next to the Children's Museum. Right next much. to the Children's Museum. No, yeah. And I'll tell you the date. August eighth. Yep. Okay. So if you want some incredible good food and see some quirky, uh, weird city paper type people. Yeah, you can talk to me. I'll <laughs> I'll be there. I'll talk about anything. Just like just like on here. It's the best of party. August eighth. You're invited. <sighs> Be there, be square, but it is forty-five bucks. But then, but you could easily get your like, your, uh, you know, fill with food. Food. It's not even hard because all yeah. the food is free. You just basically just have to stand in a short line and you get to try all these food. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, you can I eat it myself. there. I mean, you can eat, 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 and then you can just start shoving it in your pockets. <laughs> I mean, there's no end to it. Yeah, I'm just telling you yeah. that that's what you can do. Okay. Um. Uh. But Oh, here's Harry Truman's quote. Thanks, Barbara. Socialism is a scare word they have hurled at every advance the people have made in the last 20 years. It's so true. Socialism is what they called public power. Socialism is what they called social security. Socialism is what they called farm price supports. Socialism Which is... Which we're still doing right now. Yeah, yeah. No, once Americans yeah, he actually, get... He actually increased anytime that. Anytime <laughs> once Americans get what they... what. The Republicans always say, socialism! Uh, Americans immediately say, don't you take this away from me. I mean, they love yeah, well, because Socialism. well, because there was such a long era of like scare tactics about it. There's still of the Cold War because we had still like decades on. long. Yeah, well, because we still have a carryover from that. So this is Truman, and he's saying socialism is what they were talking about. Republicans called bank deposit insurance, the F- FDIC. Socialism is what they called the growth of free and independent labor organizations still do. Mm-hmm. Socialism is their name for almost anything that helps all the people. He said that in 1952. It's crazy. I went to the uh, public pool yesterday, actually. Ha! Wait, excuse me. Well, yes. Amy's please. telling me why we have troops in Poland. We have troops uh. in Poland, ladies and gentlemen, to help defend Poland against Russian... Aggression, I guess? What Russian aggression? But that's what you can't. That, yeah, she went on. That, huh? I don't. I haven't heard they're about not, that. I, I mean, thought, I thought it was the Ukraine. They're screwing with the Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, Poland was not part of the Soviet Union. So what? No, what? What, yeah, what? Was it not? No. No. I mean, it was in the. I, yeah, it was right behind there. the yeah. Iron Curtain. Yeah. But it was. It was a communist state, but oh, it was yeah. not. It was its own state. Yeah, that's right. Ukraine was Belarus. was. 
part of the yeah. union. Yeah. Um, I was saying that um, I went to the public pool yesterday, which is also you could call socialism, by the way. Yes, this is true. This is true. You get a very subsidized. It's yeah. got. It's like, you know, thirty bucks all year to go to all the pools. Uh, but again, it's open to everybody, and that's the whole idea. So it's this idea that like, it, like, like everything is socialism if you want to frame it that way. And honestly, a lot of Republicans, shocker, don't don't argue in good faith about anything. No. And so they don't even want to have a discussion over what public goods could do. That like you could just call every those things public goods. That would be a word that I think a lot of people would understand more. Is like this is a public good and they go, Oh, that's yeah, that's great. You know, but then you hear socialism and they think we're gonna be standing in bread oh, lines or something. It's speaking just, of public good and public space, what the hell happened in Oakland oh, baby, yeah. over the weekend. If any of you have seen the Oakland neighborhood, you know, we have a lot of people who don't live here, yep. which is where the University of Pittsburgh is. Yep. There's this large, large uh, plaza. Yeah, Shenley Plaza. Which is a plaza, grass. Yeah. Grass. It's like a, it's a little park, like right a in the middle uh, of Yeah, uh, right uh, in the, the middle of all of this, mm -hmm. yeah, concrete. Right library, right next And to it's utilized a lot. It's public space. Yeah. It was closed down for most of what last week. Yeah, for 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 uh, a, a private a private event, which is uh, apparently a wedding. It was a wedding for a very uh, wealthy I think a couple. I think Rooney's. There, uh, there are rumors. I want to. I want to say there are rumors. The rumors are it's the Rooney family. No, that no? it's uh, um, related to a minority owner of the Steelers. But I, I haven't been able. And like you know, my intern actually wrote about this, and we haven't been able to. Um, Confirming so okay, so things, the people, so. these rich people, can take over a public park for a week, truck in all of this. I mean, they they air conditioned the yeah, park. Yeah, they're <laughs> massive air conditioned. Uh, you know, uh, giant tanks. I mean, gee, all the all the all the restaurants had to all the restaurants and kiosks had to close down. There's multiple. There's, like, right, right. Yeah. there's that big restaurant. Yeah, there's the porch. The they, porch. They closed. They down. had to close down, so they must have to. They must have to compensate. I, the so the I, rich. I tried to. Uh, I reached out to a lot of people trying to trying to well, get you, confirmation of all of this stuff. But yes, you'd when, have to. You, you you would have to compensate not only the porch, which is a very popular restaurant, especially yeah. on the weekends. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, there's there's also uh, kiosks there that right. serve uh, New Mexican food, ice cream, all these other things that you basically all were shut down. These yes, little businesses yes. that that are there. Yeah, and I heard some of them didn't get compensated. Compensated, but, well, I, but, I, I, but, but again, I wasn't able to confirm any of that. Okay, so I but so I, this, but. I don't think it's right. Excuse me. No, and I don't. That I'm, someone can do this, take public space in this way, because they got the money. So they gave money to whoever, what, the Conservancy owns that the, part? They, they manage the, yeah, the, all of the, they manage Pittsburgh's parks, basically. Okay. But no, they're technically owned by the city. But yes, yeah. but they're managed by this nonprofit, Pittsburgh Parks Conservancy. Well, see, but if that's allowed, rich people could take over the swimming pools. Yeah. The, I mean, you can't let them do it. Which is which is so interesting to me because there are so many already private places that offer those kind of things. That's what country clubs are for. Uh, yeah. That's what, or you know, or even less, uh, you know, ob, you know, less um, obtrusive like county parks like Hartwood Acres or these other things and stuff like that like you could have events there but to have it on in in the middle of the city in one of the most popular areas shutting down businesses and kiosks and really just general public space where people come to the well, museum Well there's a, they come to the, the Carnegie right Museum right the Carnegie there. Museum is right there the the Carnegie Library is yep. right there yep. uh, Phipps is just across the bridge right like right it, Phipps Conservatory what Yeah yeah, I mean, I, mean I, don't, I, don't I am sorry, it. and why isn't it a bigger story? And and was, they get their, they get to be anonymous because they got the money to do that too. Yeah, and and well, yeah, I, I I'm sick of it. Yeah, I I think a lot of people were. I, I, it was it. I mean, the story we wrote was was extremely well read. It, I mean, people were clearly really responding to it. Brian O'Neill wrote a column about it. I think um, yesterday or the other day, and. Um, Clearly, it, it like struck a nerve with a lot of Pittsburghers, and this idea—it's—it's it's also ironic a little bit. But I mean, either 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 ironic or it makes sense that the Pittsburgh Parks Conservancy is also 
uh, behind a effort to raise uh, uh, taxes in the city of Pittsburgh to fund public parks. Basically, like they're saying they don't have enough money to upkeep the park. So maybe that's why they're doing this. But at the same time, I don't think anybody in Pittsburgh is behind the idea that like, let's just rent out, let's like privatize our parks so that we can maintain no. them. Like, right. So, so, so it's, it's, it's really interesting. Cause it's like, oh, is the answer to like raise taxes on city residents so that we can maintain all the parks. But then are we getting assurances from the parks conservancy that, that they're not going to do this again? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, some things are meant for everybody. That's what the national park system is about, which yeah, you Republicans can't. Rent out the can't huh? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, rent yeah, out yeah, I mean, yeah. and what is, and as you said, I don't know who these people are, these privileged white rich fucks. Excuse me. <laughs> but there are a million beautiful venues. Yeah. So many. I mean, you could just have it and a they fifth. Put, and they put up a tent yeah. anyway. Yeah. You could be anywhere. They yeah, have backyards big enough. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you just put the tent in I, your backyard. I, I would say the air-conditioned tent was really but, struck a nerve with me. It's like, isn't the whole idea of being here to, like, enjoy the, like, view of the cathedral learning and the library and all yeah, that and stuff? Yeah, and you put a and tent gonna and put you can't up see a tent anything. that's going to, like, you know, obstruct that view. Um, yeah. Oh. Hey, our guy. Oh, somebody just sent me a tweet from... I, why do I want to see what Guy friggin' Reschenthaler says? Yeah. Screw him. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I just remembered that, and it pissed me off. Yeah, no, that, that, I mean, it, I, I think it really resonated, like I said, with a lot of Pittsburgh. I think a lot of, pe- a lot of, think of, I think a lot of people are really mad about it. I want to know who they are. I want to see pictures. <laughs> I want to see the lovely affair and the blushing bride. It honestly would be nice if they wrote like groom. an op-ed or something like that explaining their decision, you know, just to like let people know. What can know. they possibly say? They should just explain why they did it. I'm not saying because that Because they could. Yeah, well, they should explain. That's what I'm saying. They, I think they owe it to Pittsburghers. I think they owe it to say, hey, this is why we did this. And maybe, maybe they're having regrets. Maybe they didn't. Like, I just think they should come out and say it. Like, you know, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah. Now, we were going to talk about the regatta, but frankly, I hate the regatta, and I am so <laughs> glad <happy>. it's not <laughs> happening. It's a crazy story, though. How could they screw up that bad? Okay, for the, uh, the, there's a regatta that has been held. It's the largest um, regatta on inland waters yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, and it's been around for a million years. Yeah. And, uh, the 70s, and it was supposed to... Uh, be this weekend yep. and yesterday they canceled it i mean there's tons of vent i can't imagine the confusion of and the chaos confusion can- chaos anger i mean you're talking Ra- about a lot of money that is a ton the whole idea of this event and to what is like a really crazy event that i think a lot of city residents like you and i can be a little um annoyed by but still it it it, it, it is a huge event that attracts a ton of people and a lot of people really love it and and it also makes a lot of money. It makes a lot of money for city, <laughs> for the, for the city, city county, for businesses, for, for the county. Yeah, for vendors. And it for went kaput. Yeah. For lack of proper insurance. Yeah. Or something. Which is crazy. It's so crazy to me. One that this could happen. That they could somehow screw the pooch this bad. Two. How how did they only know about the fact they didn't have insurance until a until, week before? And I asked them that at the press conference. I'm like, do you do you guys have like a like a that sort of basic. You know, I don't know. Do you guys have a safeguard to maybe make sure they have their insurance more than a week before the event happens? I mean, how could you only find out right now? Shouldn't you have a rule that says, oh, you need to make sure you have insurance a month before so that, so that if you the, don't, then like, <clears throat> we, can, we can do something. But like the people who are putting it on have put it on in the past. Yeah. So I'm sure the city and the county are thinking, well, these guys know what they're doing. They've yeah, done but it. Why but why not have those safeguards? It just makes sense. Of that, just like, that just makes business sense. Like, that's what corporations do, you know? So it just seems like a little bit of a... I, I think it... Obviously, the blame comes down to the management company, but I think a little bit of blame on the, uh, on the, on the uh, you know, nonprofit that, like, you, you know, puts on this thing. They should have... You have to have those safeguards so this kind of disasters don't happen. Yeah, well, it's a disaster. Yeah. And anyway, it'll be real quiet down there on the rivers this weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, we should go for a, a bike ride. Go for a bike That's ride. Right. Go for a bike ride. <laughs> take, get a little picnic basket, too. You can go have it. It's going to be quiet. You can have Point State Park almost to yourself. Yeah. Be nice. Just like a rich person. <laughs> God. Can you imagine if they rented out Point State Park? Oh man. Yeah, that's yeah. a state park. That's a little probably a little, uh, a little Maybe bit harder. Maybe harder to do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah God, I regatta. What was this other thing I wanted to talk to you about? Damn it. Um, debates. Ugh. Yeah. Did it. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Done that. And there's more tonight. I thought too. that was tonight. a good debate yeah. last night. Yeah. I mean, it got a lot. I mean, I felt I honestly think debates are a great idea, and like, and like, and I think people should watch them, and I think they should be, um, they, you know, they should be watched. I just, I just personally wish they were less about entertainment and more about it. Well, but that's you know, because if you have CNN doing them, it's going to be entertainment. Yeah. Although they did better than some do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. Did they really start with singing the national anthem? I don't. I I tuned in a little later. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I Jennifer Rubin writing in the Washington Post said something like, "It's like a sporting event, though. That's what. That's I don't know. This well, okay. is my problem. Is that right. these whole things are marketed like sporting events, which which again participation in knowing, in knowing who your candidates are, in knowing about politics is great. But it just feels shallow to me. It just feels like these organizations could make it." better and i think they're being like how do we make this entertainment versus how do we do our civic give duty? it back to the league of women voters oh they're the best yes but yes i i like and so it i don't know i've just been my observation of of you know not only debates but just politics in general has just been that it's it's entertainment right now okay. you know and i and maybe it's always, been yeah. entertainment listen i want news, a better, I want a better news <laughs> is entertainment yeah, I know. It doesn't, <clears throat> it's supposed to be a mix, though, right? It's supposed to be a mix of entertainment. It's all and, infotainment now. Yeah. Because we live <clears throat> in a culture that is a, um, you know, bread and circuses culture. That's yeah. where we're at. Yeah. And you, and Americans are so, uh, we, we've been so used to being entertained that when we're not, we can't. Focus. No. Yeah, it's sad. We need better, oh, we need there needs to be radical change <laughs> in, in all of it. Revolution! <laughs> I thought Elizabeth Warren was really good last night. She She's so smart, you know. God. Yeah, she, she, she and she's really feisty yes. and she's got passion. Yeah. And Bernie was good last night, mm-hmm. too, although he needs to stop yelling. Can't somebody tell him? He's a yeller, though. I know, but know? I mean... Lynn, yeah, Lynn he needs to stop yelling. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, but you know, I yeah, I think it's great to be able to get. I do think there needs to be less, less, less candidates on the debate. I think it's pretty clear that Americans have kind of made up their mind on who they want to be. Well, they're gonna winnow them out for the next round because um, uh, those people on the fringes aren't going to be able to (laughs) get the level of support. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be gone. Yeah, I'll miss Marianne Williamson. Always one. There's always one uh, very, very entertainment value. She was. I thought she was actually, I thought she was wonderful last night. I'm sure she was trending. Yes, she was trending. She was? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Beto O'Rourke, empty suit. Yeah. Total empty suit. Yeah. I think I think his popularity was really built on the fact that America hates Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, Cruz. <laughs> exactly right. We thought, oh my God, this guy can knock out Cruz, and that's why we he he was just like yeah, and he was like a, Superman yeah, at yeah, that point, and yeah. then he didn't. No. And then he thinks he wants to be president. Yeah. And the more we look at him and see him, the more we think. Yeah, I think he's killed his chances of even running for senate. Yeah, I know, out. no, yeah. and he shouldn't go yeah. away, Beto. Yeah. You yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much. Yeah, it's I okay. just. You said I could. It's okay, but I I mean, there's there's people out there who don't like it. I can't help myself. I get agitated. Like Uh, Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Well, we've done it again. Time's up. Oh, man. So so many topics. Good stuff, though. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And we didn't get to the woman peeing on the potatoes. But no, it's okay. We'll it's okay. That, later. that was what I wanted to that. let you rant about. <laughs> Ryan had a different take, but we don't have time for it now. I might write a story about it, so we'll see what happens. You're such a bleeding heart. <laughs> he felt sorry for her. 
We just didn't know. We uh, didn't know anything about her until we started putting her on the cross, basically. And, okay, but like, that's what we do that's bad. every day. That's bad. That is bad. <laughs> we should not be judging people before we know one thing about them. We learned that in kindergarten, Lynn. Okay, <laughs> like... <sighs> yeah. Nice heart guy. kindergarten teacher, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Use your indoor voice, Bernie. <laughs> And Lynn, <laughs> and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, I'm I I uh, gotta make sure, but I believe uh, uh, Kim Everett, the executive director of Planned Parenthood, will be with us tomorrow. Okay. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Or depressing. Yeah. <laughs> or angering, or whatever. Have a good one. Bye. Lynn Cullen live. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.